When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Earlier this week, I caught up with a client of mine in my financial planning business and he wanted to know when he should start his own business and he had a few questions. He's already a builder at the moment and qualified and he's been working for someone for some time and he wants to go out on his own. So, I told him I'd have a chat to John about the questions and it's pretty cool. Have you finished all your shopping yet, John? Winding it up pretty soon, Glenn. I, uh, I must confess... Yeah, Amy's um, taking the lead there. Yeah, well, hey, delegation. It's an eighth wonder of the world. It is. As they say. Um, and some you? good... Oh, yeah, I mean, not. I've ordered some stuff on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, still waiting for some things to arrive. The um, new Amazon Australia? Yes, yeah. but it's still shipped from America. Right. Yeah, so... I, I'm just over at the shopping. Um, I'm not getting yeah. my niece and nephew's presents anymore. I've decided I'm going to work out an amount for each child mm. and put in an investment account. Um, so, I'll start with maybe three to five grand per kid mm-hmm. and not buy them presents and or like very small superficial presents. Yeah. And then I'll tell them, you know, how, you know, Uncle Glenn was mean and never got your presents growing up well yep. you have a house deposit yeah so no, that's, that's and then a good, good gift yeah and then i can add to it on an ad hoc basis if i so wish but yeah. um but i mean how yeah. much rubbish the kids have yeah i mean people just generally get too many things don't they i mean yeah best thing i can do is in november december go and visit a third world country and yeah. get a perspective on life and totally but, uh, yeah, so I've pretty much, you know, my parents, I'll probably just get a dinner voucher somewhere or a night in Sydney. Nice. And a, a meal or a show. RSL or something. Yeah. <laughs> Floating RSL, <laughs> cruise liner. So, remember, if you haven't already, jump onto gleecoffeeroasters.com.au. They support our podcast at this time. And if you go to the checkout and order some coffee beans, and you're about to do that, aren't you? I've just ordered. Yeah. Really? I'm in. Yeah. So, what promo code did you use, John? M M M, no M three. Yeah, <laughs> like don't give me a stroke. Um, the uh, the number three with the letter M before it, M three, and you'll get fifteen percent off any coffee orders or the coffee subscription. And then what you can do, you can select that you want beans delivered to your house or work or whatever mm. every single week. And um, yeah, really nice beans. It's probably, I think it's more of a medium roast. I know um, I don't love coffee in Melbourne that much. Do you? Yeah. You don't or you do? No, I do. Yeah. See, I find on balance, and I'll probably get all these complaints, but sometimes the Melbourne roasters are a bit green Mm. and sometimes some of the Brisbane roasters are a bit dark. Right. I think Glee sitting there on a nice medium roast. Yeah. So is and that- I, I could be doing them brand damage right now because I probably don't actually know. But. <laughs> Sounds very technical. Is that from Kenya? Uh, no. Uh, is that a part of <laughs> Africa? Probably Africa. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, gleecoffee.com.au, promo code M3. Start your coffee subscription now. You can get um, some coffee beans delivered with that promo code for under $20. It's hmm. a great um, day. Start your coffee addiction today. Do it. And the show is also brought to us by a good attitude, which uh, will go a long way in anyone's life. So, if, yes. you're, if you are wondering about your attitude, just remember you can have a good attitude. And we thank you uh, for good attitude for yeah. supporting the show as well. Because it costs nothing, doesn't it? <laughs> it's free, John. Yeah, it is. No cost at all. Like a smile. You're listening to My Millennial Money. My Millennial Money. It's as exciting as receiving an email from the Crown Prince of Nigeria. Now, earlier in the week, I chatted with a client of mine, Dave. And he's a casual employee builder, mm-hmm. okay? And he, him and his wife have been clients for many years. Um, he's, and I'll just paint the this landscape. He's working, and John actually doesn't know this, so... I'm actually telling John so everyone can listen. <laughs> I just throw John in because it's better. Mm. Um, so, he's working three days a week casual as a builder. Um, and the other days, he kind of does the odd job and whatnot. Mm-hmm. His wife is a contractor as well, doing other stuff, uh, working three days a week. They live a good in- – uh, they've got a good life. They're not getting hugely far ahead, but they're mm-hmm. not going backwards. They're kind of just – Got a balance. Just balance. They're mm-hmm. not saving a lot of money, but they've got young kids, so it kind of works for them, yep. both working three days a week and some odds and ends. And Dave actually said to me, hey, can I ask you some questions about uh, starting a business? And I said, yep, sure. Flick me some emails and we'll get a coffee. Um, so, I met with him actually at Glee Coffee. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I've been there almost every day in the last week. Um and and I actually have to pay for my coffees there. Wow. So, it must be good if I've got to pay for it. Yeah. So, we met. He, he wrote me some questions that he wanted to ask me before. And so, the questions that he asked me were, how much do we need to save up before I can work full-time on the business? Okay. Um, do you want to know the next question? Yep. Yeah. Just, I guess, and you can get context to yeah. how much work do I need in the pipeline? I have uh, lots of different ideas from similar business owners. Uh, do I need a bank account set up for the business and what's best for that? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on 30-day accounts? At the moment, we are unable to purchase materials for big jobs, so needing the customer to pay directly to the supplier, which means we lose out on the markup. He has public liability insurances. What other insurances will he need? Uh, and he, he would still like to pay into super. So, what's a good uh, way to go about that? Okay. So, that's kind of the mm. initial direction. Yeah, right. Um, but I guess like anything, John, I think it's important. Um, don't run from something, run to something. Mm. So, you're not running from your current employment because you hate it and life sucks. Mm. He's running to, I want to do this. Yeah, so, it's passion. Yeah, so that's... I think he's ticked that checkbox. Yep, he has. Okay. Um, the second thing is, how much does one need to start up before they start? Mm. And I basically said to him, look, as much as possible. Mm. You know, I would like to see you guys have a 20 grand kicker in the bank account, given the the nature of being a builder and yeah. some of those accounts. Um, but I think I actually said to him, I wouldn't go out tomorrow and it kind of goes into the um, the next question about work in the pipeline. 
I actually think the right time for him to go full time is when he actually hasn't got time to do the casual three day a week job mm. where he's like for the next year or the next six months or whatever. And maybe it's he'll start in spring of next year mm. work, you know, six days a week doing his other stuff three days and just managing that mm. um, rather than just to manage risk for the family. Yeah. Rather than just telling old mate, hey, I quit, I'm going to run out now and do my own thing, which mm. is, that's cute, but if you haven't got any work, you'll go hungry pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the building industry, you, you need to have some forward booked pretty uh, pretty solid, um, especially he's got a family. Yeah. Um, yep. He's got a family. He's got overheads already. Um, positive that his wife's working, so they'll have that minimum income from her mm-hmm. um, but then yeah in an ideal world you yeah as you said 20 or 30k as a buffer um, cover your personal expenses that'd be your first goal but um, there's there's argument to say well if I go out in a limb I've got more drive to make it happen quicker as well that's right and that's why I think it's really going I, I just think he's in the perfect position that even if he just does back decks or whatever or mm. small odd jobs mm. To really, and I said, look, mate, you need to get your business cards done. Every job that you finish, give them two business cards. Here, mm. Here's one for you. Here's one to give away. I'm And be candid with people. Hey, mm. I've just started on my own. I'm really passionate about yeah. you know helping people. If you know anyone else that I can call and pop around for a quote or yeah, just really right. be a bit active. Um, yeah. So, I guess I actually wrote because I said to him after the meeting, like, I'll write to you back in the email just Mm. some comments and i said oh i might actually read this with john because Mm. it might be a good record for him to listen to and Mm. for his wife to listen to Um, but i basically said um, as much as possible or you're comfortable with Mm. Um, and they've got no personal debt which is good yeah that's good Um, yeah so obviously understanding what it costs uh, those guys to to live each month yeah Yeah. uh, so so i basically said as much as possible slash you're comfortable with i'd say at least 10 grand but if you shake trees and you guys are comfortable, you might just go for it or until you're too busy that you need to tell your current employer that mm. you're too busy. Mm. Now, I'm I'm a less of a – yeah, it's that balance between I've got 100 grand in the bank, I don't need to go and work because money's good mm. versus that little bit of fear, oh, crap, I've got to go and get some work to feed yeah, my family. Emergency, yeah. 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 So, I think, you know – that's a judgment call in case by case, but if I was by the yeah. book, I'd really want three months of living expenses banked. Yeah, it depends on his risk risk profile. Exactly, um, and it also depends on his confidence to go out and get work. And he probably needs a trail to see how much work he is getting on his on the side mm, as well. Mm. Like it's all great to get some work on the weekends in and around his full time job, but yeah. Yeah, if it's is it if it long lasting and is it repeat business or referral business yep. as a result of that? Um, but yep. I think being transparent with his current employer is important. And that's one. what I said to him. I said, if you ask your current employer and say, "Hey, this is my plan next year," like, would you want me a, even a couple of days a fortnight for mm. other jobs just to contract back to mm. as a stepping stone, or can the other work can? And here's a question. Here's a thing for you, Dave. Can you call other builders that you know? And give them details. So, if they're quoting jobs that are too small for them or whatnot, mm. that they can go, oh, I can't do this for whatever reason. Give yep. Dave a call. Yeah. So, we've just got to be creative about, 
how you're getting your clients and mm. your customers and your work. Yeah, and I had a client who did the exact same thing about 12 months ago and he had a contractor that he could do work for when he didn't have his jobs. Mm. Um, and he really only needed him for about six months before he yeah. said, yeah, I'm, I'm fully booked now. Mm. And he, he said, and one of the questions, how much work will he need in the pipeline? I think as well as like as much as possible, but it's also governed by your own level of risk as well. Mm. Like, But I think always as a, a builder, like you're finished most afternoons. You need to be quoting and getting out there and doing your own business development probably at least once a month once mm. a week even mm. and just quoting and, and just keeping because the best thing that you can do when you're starting a business is activity. Mm. So, activity leads to outcomes. So, Yeah, and obviously the quality of work too, like a, a good result will mean they tell 10 people about it. Exactly. Mm. So, it's all about just putting that hustle in. Um, and, and I said it should be, you know, a natural process for you to want to go out and get work mm. and find work. Because you won't have a hundred grand to live on, mm. and your existing clients will want to refer you people. And another really easy one is um, when you quote a job, put a letter in some letter boxes around the same area and say, "Hey, we're about to work on a job in this street next month. If you need any work done, mm. we're on site." You know, yell out. Yeah, um, I think a lot of people out there that have a, a fantasy of going and running their own business because. They can govern their own time and and uh, all the rewards to them, etc. But understanding that it's not all roses, and mm. they they will be quoting at eleven o'clock at night, and they they will be working long hours. And I think, like when I started my business from at age twenty five, I reckon for the first three or four years, it was a legitimate mental toll on mm. my life mm. and emotional toll. Yeah, carrying it because. It certainly wasn't the cheapest barrier of entry to get into. No. Like to have a financial planning license yeah. at the time, I think it was like $26,000 a year yeah. that I had to pay for a financial planning license. Before you start. So, it's just, it's not, let's walk down this road and start a business. It's, mm. are you intentional? Because there will be hard times. It's, it's hard. And yep. that's why I don't apologize for making good money, John, because I, I, put, I put the risk on the table to do yeah. that. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's easy to see what a lot of businesses fail because they, I think their expectations <clears throat> were far short. And, and I said to him, he goes, yeah, he's just got his first couple of clients of people that he hadn't met before. And that's a really good sign because, mm. you know, a lot of the people who do essential oils and I've got nothing against essential oils or the Thermomix, I've got nothing against Thermomix or Tupperware, I've got nothing against that. A lot of the time when people start these businesses, they will fail within three years, two years, one year because they run out of organic network. Mm. So, mm. you've got to really try and get your clients from people that you don't know. Yep. Um, whatever that looks like. 100%. So, I think it's business card for each person. Um, because realistically, like I wrote a blog post a million years ago, John, when you start a business, you're no longer a... So, Dave, when he starts his own business, he's no longer a builder. He's first and foremost a business owner mm. and he needs to generate clients for the business. So, he's mm. a rainmaker. Mm. The building work has to take care of itself. You have to be a good builder. You have to be experienced. Like, I would love to buy... I looked a couple of years ago with a friend in Sydney to buy a Domino's Pizza franchise. Yep. But, you know, we looked and we're like, yeah, on paper it looks good, but we've not spent a day working in the business. Mm. We're not doing it. 
regardless. And so that was the thing. It's like mm. you could be the best baker in the world, but if you can't bake, well, why bother? Yeah. Like why bother opening a bakery? Because you need to know that the baking, the building, the pizza making will take care of itself. Mm. So Yeah. And everyone who's in business is really in the business of marketing. Absolutely. And even this day and age, every business is an online business. Mm. And I don't care if you're cutting hair, fixing pipes, whatever. Mm. You need an online presence and you need an Instagram account. You need whatever, wherever your clients hang out, you need to be. Anja. So, that was a bit of a rant. Um, Did we answer that? Yeah. So, pipeline, you've just got activity, 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 activity. Just uh, get out there. So, what creative ways different business cards, maybe letterbox drop when you're working on a job or whatever. Um, You might do something weird and different that stands out. Uh, I'll definitely talk to other builders and bigger companies to say, hey, if you guys are ever quoting um, and you want to refer me any smaller jobs, I'll flick you back a couple hundred dollars or something. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Um, You've just got to... The reason to my success in my business, because from day one, I only focused on how am I going to get clients. I wasn't focusing on the best financial planning process in the world or the best financial strategy. No. It was how can I have a sustainable business, get clients, and treat each client as they were my only client. Yep. Um, Good tips. Do I need a bank account set up for the business and what's best for that? Yes, you do. So, if anyone's out there who's self-employed and you're a subcontractor or whatever, and it's amazing the people we speak to, John, that are doing this and they just have a rat's nest of bank accounts you need to set up a separate transactional account, mm-hmm. probably with a linked savings account, probably with a different banking institution just so it's very separate and all income for your business activities goes into that account and all expenses for business activities go out of that account and what's left over is your profit. Uh, so, if $1,000 came in and $200 was material, we've got $800 left, you might put $160 or 20% into is that maths right Something like that. yeah yeah um tax or just, yeah um yep. so 20 percent just for personal tax mm-hmm. you might do if you're doing over 75k a year you might do another 10 percent for gst um and then whatever's left you might only be taking 500 dollars home mm. or whatever it is um so you definitely need to quarantine your business income and um It'll just make life easier at the end of the year and day-to-day running. This is an interesting one, John, for builders. Um, What are your thoughts on 30-day accounts? At the moment, we are unable to purchase materials for bigger jobs, so we need the customer to pay directly to the supplier, which means we lose out on the markup. Um, Do you have any thoughts on that originally or initially? Yeah, I think suppliers are basically rule the roost so if he he can only get what he can get until he grows it so he might have to cough up that margin until he's big enough yeah i i kind of i said to him you know you need to treat that 30-day account with a supplier as a credit card Mm. and be very cautious and not go into credit card debt Mm. um so i said how can we be creative and transparent so you don't have to carry that risk because everything's got to do with risk management right so you might so a builder might charge 10 grand for a deck for example and there's i'll just make numbers up five grand worth of materials and five grand worth of labor Mm. of the five grand worth of materials 
there could be $3,000 wholesale cost mm. and that $2,000 markup, yeah. making numbers up. Technically, that markup that you have charged the client, if you've paid the supplier and you have to pay the supplier back and the client hasn't paid, you've risked carrying the bag. Absolutely. So, I think when Dave's starting his business, he needs to have the client play the supplier direct. Yeah. But I would spin it in a way that, hey, Mr. Customer, um, I do things a little bit different and you can spin this however you want. Um, the reason is you're not big enough to do it yet, but you could say, hey, Mr. Customer, the way I work is um, I get you, I'll quote the job, measure all the materials, I'll organize it with the supplier. It's a $250 fee for me to do that and get the stuff here and coordinate that because there could be some back offers toing and froing. Mm. Um, but I'll get you to pay the supplier direct. But the advantage is you will pay the trade cost. Mm. And then we just charge a little fee to manage this process. Now, what do you think about that? Yeah, or, or it could be seen as a as just a, a goodwill thing initially because it's not going to be forever. No. Once he builds that up, no. that relationship. But I, I just think like if I was a paying customer mm. um, and had someone do some work and they said, oh, you can pay the supplier direct mm. and it's at wholesale rates, to me that feels, oh, I'm getting a good deal here. Yeah, it's a great I'm feel. not getting done 20%. Yeah, I'd be wary to put a fee on that sure. as well because of or just bury that fee in your labor or whatever yeah something like that just yeah. because that goodwill of wholesale all of a sudden sure. uh, it's a little bit watered down then yeah mm. yeah so again and that's why i said today i said there'll probably be a bit more gold come out when i'm talking to john um but yeah that's probably right i mean sure if you work out that there's 50 dollars worth of fuel taking mm. it there and two hours worth of Sticking around on the phone, yeah, um, yeah, sure, buried in your labour cost. But um, I think initially you just have to get clients in the door, yeah. get them talking to their friends, and start to build a business. And you can't. It's weird. You just can't make a million dollars overnight. No, and I think people generically sweat the small stuff. So you've mm. just, as I said, got to focus on yeah. getting sales. Don't and major doing on the minor. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has public liability insurance. What other insurances will I need? Well. Dave, and as I showed you yesterday, you don't need any because we've got actually income protection set up for Dave mm. um, and total and permanent disability cover and some life insurance and trauma insurance uh, that they've got set up for their family. Yep. Now, it's important to note that the public liability insurance, it probably only costs $800 a year if he's done a job and someone trips on one of his leads yep. and, you know costs five hundred thousand dollars worth of medical expenses the public liability insurance will fund that mm. now being self-employed and a contractor um he certainly would not have workers compensation insurance the only way he would need workers compensation insurance is if he had a company and he was an employee of his own company mm. which might happen down the track but for all intents and purposes at the moment uh his income protection policy would replace his income if he was injured um, or had an illness mm. 24-7 worldwide, whether he's working or not at the time. Yeah. And he then... Would, he would need a work cover policy, though, for himself. No, he wouldn't. Yeah. Why? Because if, uh, if you're a business owner and paying yourself a wage greater than seven and a half grand, you need a work covers policy. For seven and a half grand a year? Mm. 7500 Yes. Oh, over and above that. 
as a contractor, sole trader? So he, but he's setting up as a company? No. Oh, he's a sole trader? Yeah. Not, not a PTY? No. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and that's what I mm. said. If, if he sets up a company as an employee of his own company, he yeah. would by law. But would he not set up as a company? No. No? No need to at the moment. I, I wouldn't do it. Mm. I would probably just, you know, if anything, wait a couple of years to make mm. sure it's going to be a valid option. Like why? It's just extra expenses you don't need. Mm. Now, there is a thing with builders, John. Um, he might get a contract and it's through a bigger or whatever. They may say, we'll contract you for this job, but you have to be in a proprietary limited. Yeah. And the reason they do that is because a lot of the time um, they may... What it actually is, is if you're contracting to somebody and this, I could be loosely paraphrasing, so take this one, you know, as it is. If you are contracting to one contractor as your ABN mm. and it's for a long ongoing basis, you can effectively be a deemed employee. Absolutely. And More than 70% of your income. Yeah. Mm. So, then they're carrying the bag if you have an accident on the job. Mm. But a lot of the guys, they, they say you need to be proprietary limited because I think that severs that deeming mm. because they're contracting a company. Mm. Um, anyway, we're going down a rabbit hole here. Yeah. But for Dave... Um, if he said, if he went to a job and they said, we need to make sure you've got uh, your workers' comp insurance, a lot of the time we can print an income protection policy mm. and that's good enough to show somebody that he is personally insured. Cool. So, there's nothing you need to do there. Uh, I'd still like to pay super. Uh, what's a good way to go about this? I ba- And I don't know what your view is. I said to Dave, your priority is to earn money, start a business. I personally didn't pay super for the first three years of my own business because Mm. it was a thing, do I want to pay rent and food or put money away for super? I knew that I've got a very high chance of being able to make up super catch-up payments later once I was successful. Yeah. But we just need to be around to, you know, we've got to make sure we're around so we're around to retire. Yeah, prioritise it. So, if you're a a sole trader, there's no mandated superannuation payment that you have to do by law. So, my kind of suggestion today was, hey, I wouldn't worry initially, but maybe in June, if there is some cash laying around, you should consider maybe throwing some money into super each June um, if you want. Or once you're a bit more established, then we can set up like a monthly payment or something like that. Mm. I don't know. What's your real thoughts on that? It's uh, definitely... If you can't find ten percent in there now, then wait until you can. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because if he can do this business well, mm. it's not going to be long. It's you know, in a couple of years, you'll be wanting to, mm. you'll be screaming to put twenty five grand a year in super. Yeah, um, that's right. So, but anyway, I, I think that was just a good um, discussion about starting yeah. a business. Any well done, key Dave. takes that you've got for Dave, or any final comments? No, look, you've just got to got to know your um, have your KPIs. I think you've got to have something to strive towards, whether it be turnover or number mm. of jobs or whatever that is, and just stick to it and um, and do everything in your powers to mm. to break away and, actually, and not be comfortable. When you're listening to this, Dave, just flick me an email, and I might email you just a bit of a spreadsheet for business expenses, just so you can. Because like we talk about with our personal finances, John, we need to know how much it costs us to exist. Mm. 
And much like the business, we need to know how much it costs us to exist. Yeah, so it needs to be separate. What's the Ute Rego? What's the public liability insurance? Mm. What's tool maintenance? I don't know. The materials will be flow through. Mm. But it could be like you might factor in a, a nominal $50,000 salary. Mm. So we know, okay, well, we need to generate in the first year 80k yep. just to exist yep. then you can break it down okay well i need to generate x amount per week mm. and you'd never factor in 52 weeks factor in maybe 42 be very conservative yeah just to really because there's rainy days technically with builders there's holiday season and i think you just need to be conservative so you can get a figure of it's not worth me picking up a hammer unless i'm earning x amount mm. And, and then what I'll probably do, Dave, is find out what you're passionate about and niche down. Um, it could be for goggles only. It could be pool decks only. It could be high-end design only. Uh, yep, given you might just do a bit of everything to start with. But in America, the niches get the riches, they say. That's so it. you've really got to specialize and become known for the guy on the coast who does X. Number one. Yeah. Mm. So good luck, Dave. Go get him. Thanks for listening, Dave. And, um, yeah, so if anyone has any questions, um, again, we're wrapping up this year. Um, I think we're going to do a Christmas episode. Might do it Christmas Eve if we can do that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, let's let's have a, I don't know, we'll do a Christmas episode and join the My Millennial Money group. Um, and thanks to everybody for their support this year. And if you've got any questions um, that you want answered, throw it up in the group. And if we can't answer it, there's a lot of switched on people in the group. Like someone put a question up the other day about house insurance, mm. which, you know, I've really got no idea about, to be frank. Mm. Uh, I've got an insurance broker who does that for me. But um, there was a guy in there who worked for Suncorp and he basically gave some good answers to like this insurance company owns all these companies. Mm. So there's a lot of good collective wealth in that group. Mm. And um, yeah, we'd appreciate anyone to join and be part of what That's we're doing it. and you can follow us on Instagram and we'll we'll probably be back in the new year, end of January or maybe I don't know. We'll work mm. that out soon. Right. Sweet. Anyway. Right all right, thanks John. Thanks guys. See you mate. Sure. Bye. Remember, we hang out on Insta at My Millennial Money. If you're a regular listener, you're welcome to join our Facebook group. If you want more money hacks, be sure to subscribe to My Millennial Money Express. It's short money hacks anywhere, anytime, right into your ears. Any advice on this podcast is of a general nature only and has not been tailored to your personal circumstances. Please seek personal advice prior to acting on this information. Before making a decision to acquire a financial product, you should obtain and read the product disclosure statement relating to that product. Opinions constitute our judgment at the time of issue and are subject to change. Neither the licensee, any of the National Australia Group of Companies, nor their employees or directors give any warranty of accuracy nor accept any responsibility for errors or omissions in this podcast. Glenn James, Urban Getter, Approaching Limited, trading to sort your money out, are authorised representatives of Apogee Financial Planning Limited, AFSL 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.